Anecdotal Basics of Christianity, Episode 30, Inheritance and Shortcuts. A friend of mine often speaks of her grandmother in conversation. I had the pleasure of meeting said lady towards the end of her life, when she was wheelchair-bound and quite shriveled, but still sparky. My friend tells of grandmother's hellfire and damnation approach to her faith, and how, as a child, my friend would be quite scared by the stories that grandmother told. She also tells that a few months after grandmother's death, things began to go a little awry in the family. Nothing major at first, but niggles in relationships and the workplace and life in general. It was then that they realised what was missing. Grandmother had been in the habit of praying for each member of the family by name every day. After her death, they realised how important those prayers had been and were discovering what life was like without them. Recently, we had a visiting preacher at our church. I didn't know him, but he had a surname that I recognised. When I looked him up later, I discovered that he was indeed the son of the person I had suspected to have been his father. Yes, the clue was in the name, but also in the fact that he came across as having a passion for the gospel like his father's, only turbocharged. I sometimes meet young people who astound me with their genuine holiness, only to discover their family lineage in Christ. I don't mention any of this to cause those of you who are first-generation Christians to become despondent, but rather to prompt a recognition and understanding of what you have or haven't inherited or acquired in Christ through your biological line in terms of both nature and nurture. When I pray for people who've been wounded in the past by a parent or significant other from the family line, having prayed about the particular circumstance, I will often then ask God to bless to that person all the good that he had intended for them to inherit and learn from their relative and to give the increase. Also to set them free from any ungodly ways of said person. 1 Peter 1.18 tells us that we have been redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to us from our forefathers. This is seldom a quick-fix prayer, but it is redemptive, and I believe it is, at least in part, what God intends for us, as we read in Joel 2, by restoring the years that the locusts have eaten. When I became a Christian, I had a lot of baggage to deal with. Working through some of it was painful and difficult. I was excited by the fact that I was able to pray for my children as I watched their journey through life, knowing that they could be spared at least some of that baggage. Of course they have to make their own decisions and their own choices as adults, but the prayers of godly Christian parents, in the biological and or spiritual sense, can at least provide some valuable shortcuts along the way if their children choose to avail themselves of them. We get to play a part in turbocharging the next generation, prayerfully passing on our best characteristics, giftings and wisdom. It's good discipling and it's very rewarding.